Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman. I get to go solo today with the number one wee-woo guy. <laughs> Actually, I look, can say hi. I can say I, hi all I, day. I got Mr. Producer here as well, who goes back and forth from uh, doxing himself to Apollo, which is what we affectionately know him as. I like Apollo. It, I think it suits me. Apollo, Apollo Creed. I'll dox myself again if you want. No, no, no. You're good. No, you're good. Um, so we got a lot to go over today. And, you know, the, the, the title says government controlled media opposition. Go buy a gun. And so there's a reason why it's that way. And we were, we were, on, the, we were on the call the, uh, early this morning, and we were talking about the media. We're talking about Fox News. We're talking about CNN. We're talking about all of these different news sites. And, you know, there's people on the radical left that call, you know, Fox f fake news or Fox F-A-U-X news. Um, and they get really angry because they're like, oh, this isn't right. Well, it is. But in between, you see these subtleties of Fox trying to push us. And it's the same thing as I like to, to, to equate to the rhinos or the people that, uh, that means Republican in name only, try to do to us. And that, that is they become the controlled opposition. They become the controlled opposition. So today, we're going we're gonna to go through some stuff. And you're going to be like, well, that, that can't be. But we're also going to talk about the, the dog whistles. And the fact that you have you have um, blubbering Biden, the the occupier of the White House, you have him specifically, literally specifically saying that he wants to ban ghost guns. So they redefine, by the way, what ghost guns are, and then they do this, and then the media, not just CNN but Fox News and others, they rush to create this narrative. I mean, and and it's a pretty big narrative. And the narrative is, we got to get rid of guns. They're dangerous. we got to get rid of guns. But the problem is, is that the stories, the stories don't align. Well, it's exactly the same thing that we saw when Biden spoke about Ukraine uh, in his State of the Union. And he said, we have to arm all these people. Uh, again, completely missing the reality of the entire situation. We need to support the Ukrainian people as they fight this you know, war against this evil Russia. But you as Americans, you guys are in danger of the violence from the guns that you own, and so we're going to take them from you. And in the same way now, we are seeing all of these violent criminals being let out on bail. The, the judges give them passes just like they've done with Antifa and so many others. And the chaos that results in the community and in our, you know, in our country is okay for them. They, they don't have any problem with that. But then you contrast that with how they've treated the Americans who were present on January 6th 
and all of a sudden crime is a big problem and they slam him with a book that hasn't even been written but but they they slam him with a narrative that somehow guns are the culprit not the violent criminals that they let out of prison so let, let's just start it off let's go with cut zero biden says that ghost guns this is two days ago Biden says ghost gun crackdown should be just the start on gun control. None of this absolves Congress. Gun control legislation is likely to remain stalled in Congress. It should remain stalled because the part of the Constitution, there's a reason why it's the Second Amendment and not the 15th Amendment or the 16th Amendment. It comes right after freedom of speech. Because if you lose your freedom of speech, guess what you have to rely on? The ability to take back control of your nation. Go to cut A1. President Biden has uh, incremental success at implementing gun control through executive action, rolling out a rule last year to regulate pistol stabilizing braces directed at his Justice Department to target gun traffickers and announcing a new crackdown on ghost guns on Monday. While the president touted his administration actions, he also said that this should be just the start and called on Congress to pass laws on gun control, a politically contentious issue that has been deadlocked in the legislature for the past decade. And what he said is, we need Congress to pass universal background checks. Okay. By the way, I just want to be clear. In all 50 states, you have to pack, pass a background check in order to get a gun. But what I'm about to show you is going to be really interesting because we're going to talk about how the media wants to spin this stuff. Oh, this is what Biden's doing. Oh, by the way, over here, they're mass shootings. You got to pay attention to words. Words matter. That's why what they're doing to their kids in school is such a disgrace. But what he said is universal background checks, and you don't have to put it up, Mr. Producer. Biden said that the Rose Garden on Monday, and we know it's controversial, but it's got done once. Ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Ban assault weapons. Which is a nonsense word. It is a nonsense word. We're going to ban assault weapons. Phones, which, by the way, if you attack me, you're likely to get hit with my phone. <laughs> then it becomes an assault phone, right? Among other things, if that's the only thing I have on me at the time. I mean, if you throw funny. them on their neck, is it an assault neck? It's an assault neck. No, it's, <laughs> it's an, an assault arm that assaulted the, the <laughs> neck of the arm. Um, so Biden was referring in this to 1994 federal assault weapons ban that Congress passed when he was a senator and expired in 2004. So 10 years later, a study conducted that year for the Department of Justice found that the ban impact on gun violence is likely to be small at best and perhaps too small for relative for reliable measurement. This is true. The president also called for Congress to eliminate gun manufacturers immunity from liability. What a moron. Because the gun is what does it, not the violent criminal. That's why we like violent criminals out on the street. Gun where, where are all the uh, where are all the calls to ban cars? Hold the auto manufacturers liable for people who commit crimes with vehicles who you know use them as getaway vehicles. It's so disingenuous. Okay, play it. Number one bullshit guy. Number one. This this is Biden. Number one bullshit oh, guy. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo, wee woo, wee woo because he have Biden. to go in front of the traffic. Yes, Look what have, I do. You need to have Biden. What do you do? Wee woo wee woo. Uh, but but the further we get down this this rabbit hole and we start talking about gun control, and look, there's so much to talk about because they've created chaos in our environment. But the things that I concentrate on are working the problem. We talked before about working the problem. we got to work the problem. And we, we, we work the problem on election integrity. Everyone's like, Joe, can you stop talking about election integrity? This is what the rhinos say. And I say no, because it's the biggest problem that we have. Because leaders have been selected, not elected, and then they go and create opposition in order to pass things to take away your rights. Because they want to be your daddy. Who here doesn't have a daddy? 
If you need a daddy, you got daddy issues, you probably need to go see a counselor. You don't need a daddy. You're grown men and women. And men, by the way, are the number one reason why the problem even exists. Because men are not being men. Women are out there saving the world. Men are saying, I got to go to work. I got to go provide for my house. I got to go golf. Oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. No, you got to be men. You got to stand up. So we work the problem. And so the problem is why I'm talking about gun control is because it's not about gun control. It's about population control. It's about people control. And the media is contributing to that. So I want to put, I want to put this up if we can. And that is A4. Let's put up A4. So, so this guy, and let me, let me tell you about this guy. This guy has a long criminal history. Long. Would you, would you say it's long? Yeah, yeah, I would. And we have a couple of videos of him as well. You're going to see, this guy's name is Frank James. This guy is a racist. This guy is an absolute criminal, a violent criminal. Violent. 62 years old. They've been hunting this guy for two days. He has ties to Philadelphia and Wisconsin, as well as New York. He was said to have a past criminal record in New Jersey that includes three arrests on charges related to petty larceny and disorderly conduct. He has no history in part with violence. He's suspected in a Tuesday attack. Yes, he does. He's known to the FBI dating back to 1993. Part of his criminal history includes making terroristic threats. And, and, and they, he's emotionally disturbed. He's not even allowed to own a gun. This is a violent criminal. Now, before I get into this guy and we start seeing some of this stuff, I want, to, I want to understand you to understand something. The thing that makes people victims, the thing that makes people victims is the inability to defend themselves and be equally yoked with their attacker. In this case, they use size, they use knives, they use guns, they use bats. Remember, the slippery slope in the UK is that they banned guns and then they banned knives. And now, under the age of 18, you can't even own a gun. And what happened to the crime rates in the UK? Went through the roof. Particularly, you know what, with knives. As soon as they did that, knife crime skyrocketed. Absolutely skyrocketed. Your chances of being held up in the UK are astronomically high. But it gets worse. Let's, let's put up A6 if we can. This is Andy No putting up something. One of the videos posted on Facebook belonged to Frank James. The Brooklyn subway mass shooting person of interest is titled C-I-L-L Whitey. Kill Whitey. Frank James talks about a race war in many of his videos. He appears C1. to believe. I'm sorry? I think it's C-1-L-L. C-I-C-1? Doesn't matter. Oh, well, okay. Believes that blacks could not prosper among whites. Okay. Just so you know, I have lots of black friends and you know what they all have in common they all prosper sorry i had to sneeze i didn't want to do it in your in your ear so i apologize for that i appreciate that well, if we could put up c7 if we could c7 c7 c7, c7. or i'm sorry a7 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 you're getting ahead of me brother you're getting ahead of me Breaking uh, this person of interest, mass shooting. It looks like a social media, uh, like the uh, 
Um, Waukesha suspect in the Louisville, Louisville BLM activist who allegedly tried to assassinate a mayoral candidate. He appears to be a, he appears to be a fan of black nationalism. Go ahead and take that down. Let's put up A8. This is another one. This is a shooting in Sacramento. In 2018, let's put this up because this is important. Do we have a picture? Do we have a picture of him or no? Do we, do we not have a picture of Smiley Alan Martin? Uh, let me, I'll find one real quick. So I want you to understand this. This man was, was out, got a 10-year prison sentence in 2018. That means 2028 he should be out. But in 2020, he was let out of prison. Here's Smiley. This is Smiley. He looks like a Smiley, right? Now, I, I want to point something out about Smiley. Smiley was a felon, a violent felon that dragged his girlfriend, broke into her home, dragged his girlfriend outside, and beat her with a belt. Was called a violent predator. The parole board, when he came up for parole, after only serving less than 30% of his sentence, said, do not let this guy out. He was a problem in prison. And despite that, they let him out on the street. And he killed six people. He killed six people. The ghost gun wasn't the issue. You and your home were not the issue. The issue is, is that they want to create violence on the streets. They want to take these things away from you so that you can be equally yoked. By the way, in California, very difficult to get a concealed carry permit. So the only people that typically have guns on the street are criminals and cops. And in New York, nearly impossible. Extremely high high bar to be able to get a, a concealed carry. I carry a gun or two, sometimes three. Right, Mr. Producer? Accurate. There are times I have to wear a flak jacket in public when I go speak. True. I got to wear body armor. Why? Is it because I'm afraid of Apollo? No. Is it because I'm afraid of law-abiding citizens? No. I'm afraid of criminal element like this that get access to illegal guns. So let me just tell you what they do with ghost guns and how they describe ghost guns. It's guns that are not serialized. So when Biden spoke, I was, I was curious. Like, what was the statistic? What's, what is the statistic out there? What is the statistic? And by the way, do we have a video of one of Mr. of of uh, Frank, Frank James, James speaks. Yeah, I've got a, a couple actually. So, so this is one. Uh, this so is one of him speaking very recently. I believe this is from part of his manifesto. So let's go ahead and play one of these, so you can understand a look inside the mind and, and mute this, so I can take care of my nose issue. Sure. We don't give a. F could care less. And that's why we should be exterminated. That's why we should be off the planet because we don't give. A that the fact that we're doing damage to the very thing that gives us life. We have no sense of it and don't want to know Which means you're going to be exterminated. Pray. Pray till your face falls off. Do you not think the Jews who at Auschwitz didn't pray? Do you think the Jews that at Birkenbach didn't pray and pray and pray? 
Did that God come and save? No, they God. And these are these are people, <laughs> supposedly the, the original people of God. Their prayers didn't do nothing for them. Your prayers not gonna do for you when you're sent to your American Auschwitz to be exterminated. American Auschwitz to be exterminated. And here's uh, another one. This is a, uh, there's a couple minutes of it. We won't play all of it. But this is after Ketanji Brown Jackson uh, was confirmed. House with the president. <laughs> the president looks very excited about it. She looks very happy about it also. Um, it's obviously a big moment for both of them um, as well as for the country. Natasha, your thoughts as everything you just watched. I, I had chills watching that moment. It's hard not to feel some emotion. I, I think about that quote, we are ancestors' wildest dreams and our ancestors' wildest dreams and our ancestors' wildest dreams. And This is his edit. All right, so here we go again for another video. In my entire video, well, first of all, before I start, let me say congratulations to Mr. Tasha Brown for her uh, being... Uh, confirmed as Supreme Court Justice uh, this evening, as you just saw and heard, and um, I'm sure she will do, uh, you know, an outstanding job in that capacity. Um, but we do have to talk about some things. We have to talk about some things. We have to talk about the expectations of Black people um, in terms of what she will actually truly be able to accomplish. And there's a lot, there's a lot of background information that will show us that whatever she does, it'll be extremely limited in terms of her uh, ability to quote unquote secure justice for black people or those who come, who have uh, Supreme Court cases, whatever the case may be. Um, but it's still a great achievement. There's no doubt about that. I don't want to diminish it in the slightest sleep, but we have to deal with reality. Like I tell, like I said in my last video about black people and the fact that we could have power, we could have a lot of shit that we don't have now. We, can, we have some real power and not inward power. But that would take a realistic look at who and what we are and where we came from for real and not in fantasy. We have, to, we have to unlink ourselves with the mentality of past generations in the sense that they could not see what we should be able to see right now. They could not view, they did not have a view of the issues that confront us today. They did not have a, they did not have a, a, a uh, they could not see the fact that this system is a rigged game. That can be manipulated by outside sources and forces. All right, go take this guy down. All right, he's a nutball. Frank James is a nutball. He, he is bought into, and by the way, the reason why he killed people, the reason why he went on this rampage, is he was made by the radical left. The e he is evil personified. Now, was there some wrong turn that he took in his life that led him down that path to become that person? Yes. It's called radicalization. And the radical left radicalizes people and creates victims of people in the community. And the mainstream media does this. They eat it up. 
They write articles about how this person was let out of prison. They softly say what needs to be said out loud. And that is, I don't care if I have to build 5,000 prisons. I don't care. If you terrorize the community, you go down the river, and we'll see you if you can be rehabilitated. That should be the reality. There should not be this deal where someone victimizes someone, beats them outside their home, drags them out by their hair, beats them, gets a 10-year sentence, and gets let out. The FBI knew about this guy dating back decades, yet he still got a hold of a gun. What is that ghost gun law going to do? What is that ghost gun law going to do in order to stop Frank James, the psychopath, from doing harm to people in the community? And why is the radical left silent on this? You know why? Because they're evil and they're, they're doing this. They're clapping. Yeah, but, this doesn't fit their narrative at all. It, but the narrative is what it is. It is a narrative. It's not truth. No, it's and not you know, truth. You know, you know, actually, and the sad thing, you pick out a few words in there. The system is a rigged game. You know, things like that. He makes some true statements. Those are accurate observations about our world. However, the political establishment and the media twist these people so they see it only through the lens of white people are evil or the patriarchy is evil or the Trump supporters are evil. It's just like Antifa. Is there massive, massive issues with our political system and our country and corruption? Absolutely. But Antifa goes around and they start assaulting innocent people on the street and they start burning down their own communities. They're, not, they're working the wrong problem. So, so, so here, here's my issue. How do we work the problem when the problem is the people that are trying to describe the problem? And who do you trust? What voice do you listen to? You know, one of the reasons why I, I don't like doing a podcast is because people will go, Joe, you know, I go to you for absolute truth. So I, I want to make a correction today because I didn't speak absolute truth about Hunter Biden. And it's because I was given the wrong information and I didn't do that part of it. We just didn't do the hard work. The, the, the back when we talked about the money for Burisma and the money they received and he had money from China that was, that was uh, uh, wired in, it was not for a Fisker. It was for a Porsche. So I want to be really clear. It was not a Fisker. It was a Porsche. <laughs> I, I kid you not. This is truth. And we need to make corrections to it. How often? Oh, you see this guy? You see this guy? <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. How often, by the way, are, are do we get down this path where we're looking for critical voices that tell the truth? And by the way, one of the reasons why I don't subscribe to attacking people, and, and I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to come out blaze, blaze, blazing guns against Jovan Pulitzer. And then I was like, the guy will self-implode. He's going to walk around about how saying how he's great he is. I don't need to do anything. He's going to deliver zero. And in delivering zero, he's going to start talking about other things. So he's going to go from the expert that he's not in one area to talking about all sorts of other things. And so I, I don't like to attack other people. So when I look for sensible voices, I look for ones that talk about how we work the problem. How do we work the problem? And can we stay focused on the problem at hand. And the problem at hand, obviously, is stolen elections. Problem at hand is they're trying to steal and subvert the Constitution one at a time. 
Remember, the CEO of Twitter said specifically, we don't need to be concerned about the First Amendment. Here's the problem with the CEO of Twitter. He's not an American. At all. That's usually... Got it. Okay. Not sure I understand that one. That's right. Um, I have got one, it? I have one more video of uh, of Frank. Okay, let's put that up. Let's go. I had no idea with that African name that she would be married to a white man. One of my subscribers brought that to my attention. Yeah. Our black sister, Supreme Court Justice, power to the people, is married to a white man. She's fucking bitch. I don't believe this shit. Oh, God. Wait a minute. This, this is the right there. There is a white man. Black sister. Kentonjate. Married to a white man. All right. So my sisters are in town. They were going to come. But my, my niece wanted to hang out with my wife. Travesty. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put an end to that right now. (laughs) So I I hope that my sisters will come on the show. I'm not sure they will. Uh, because I'm not sure that we want to be subject to the ridicule. And as many people as will see these videos, you know, a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand, whatever on that episode, um, collectively, I'm not sure that they, they want the ridicule that will come with being associated with their white brother. This is true, right? So what, what he said is that he wants to create division. Let me just, let me, let me decipher this for you. He wants to kill white people because white people are evil in his mind, but they're not evil. He doesn't describe it as evil. He just said, we just need to kill them, that we can't coexist in this environment with white people. He lives in New York City. When we talk about the knives that are driven into people, like people are hurting. People in the inner city are hurting. And the rhetoric of the the radical left, of the AOCs, is pretty simple. That rhetoric is pretty simple, is that it's all conservatives' fault. Well, here's the problem with New York City. There's no conservatives there. So this guy grew up in in, in New York City. He's walking the streets. And he doesn't realize that it's not a white problem. It's the evil of the Democrat system, the Democrats themselves. It's that problem. And so he takes it out on whites because he is in pain. He probably had some great idea, wanted to innovate, wanted to do something in his life, and he got shut down. And every time he got shut down, he kept looking across the table and saying, another white guy, another white guy, another white guy, because... That's all he could remember. And it's important that we look at it from this lens. It's, it's not, you know, I don't, want to, I don't want to take away the blame of who he is. He's a murderous, evil individual. But the Democrat Party built him. The Democrat system built him. The radical left created what we're seeing today in, in this breakdown of our society. They did it. We didn't do it. I didn't do it. No, no. No, I worked to help change laws 
So the people that were caught with a small amount of marijuana weren't sent from the school to prison pipeline, which we saw over literally two decades, over 5,000 young people from 17 to 19 get sentences longer than, than, than 36 months, disproportionately if they were black. We saw that in Colorado. Sorry, we just saw it. I, I wanted to work to change that, right? I wanted to make it so I didn't want to legalize marijuana. I just want to be really clear. I didn't want to legalize marijuana. I just wanted them to create consequences that met up to what was really happening. Because right now they legalized marijuana, and now what did they do down in Mexico? Well, there's no market for marijuana anymore, so let's move up to fentanyl. Let's up the ante. We still got to make money. That's what we know how to do. We know how to traffic. And I'm not getting away from the gun problem. I'm just telling you that we need to work the problem. The problem is the Democrat Party is designed to create a victimology that drives violent rhetoric and violent behavior. And they don't like me. They don't like me for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons why I don't like me is because I speak truth and I call them what they are. They are liars. They are liars. They are manipulators. They're dividers. They're absolutely manipulative. I mean, you have, you have, how do you prop up Biden and Harris, of all people, as champions of the, of the black community, uh, of the people? The, the, these are individuals who are on record for years putting people away unfairly. But, and by the way, I saw this in Africa all the time. All the time. And it wasn't, here's, here's, here's the part. I'm going to blow your mind. You ready for this? I'm going I'm to literally blow your mind. It was not... In Africa, I would be the only Mzungu, the only white walking the streets, right? And I would go in to meet with a leader, you know, the, the permanent secretary of energy or, or agriculture, or I'd meet with the prime minister, or I'd meet with the president. It didn't matter who I met with. The caste system was the elite power, people that held power and the people who didn't. See, the same thing was happening. But the recognition there was become more difficult. It wasn't colonialism that caused their issue. It was the caste system that was developed by those in power who basically wanted to bark down and treat everyone else as royal subjects. And that's what we're up against here. And this is the radical left that does this. That's why they've destroyed everything that they've touched. But we look at Harris. Harris kept tens of thousands of black men in prison Fact check me, please. I want you to fact check me. In prison, past the release date in California. She did that because she was afraid that the 19 to 23 cents per hour wage that they were getting, the 19 to 23% cents, cents, like not, not a dollar, not $19, 19 cents that they were getting paid while in prison, they wouldn't have the adequate labor force in order to make them plates. License plates, stickers, signs for, for the, the, the highways, tens of thousands of black men enslaved at 19 to 23 cents an hour past their time. When I tell you that you're slaves, this is where it comes from. I'm not making this up. This isn't, this isn't hyperbole. This isn't rhetoric. This is truth. And then you talk about Biden, the 94 crime bill that sent more black men to prison than any other bill in the history of this country. And we want to ignore that. 
We want to let them say more and more lies. We want, to, we want to let them lie about everything, and we tolerate it. The people have been left behind. See, I've stopped getting angry. I'm not angry. I'm, I'm not going to get angry because I can't work the problem when I'm angry. And you guys don't settle down. <laughs> I settle down. Like when I go raw, I come back down and I'm good. You don't. I mean, this is, this is uh, uh, called emotional intelligence. I'm not saying that all of you don't. But some of you stay up here in this place of just absolute just pressure and tension. I want you to ignore the tension and push the tension down a little bit. And let's work the problem. Well, this is a problem that we see a lot in, in conservatives, too, is they exactly what you just said. They get really, really upset. And a lot of times for very good reason. But then they let that anger completely derail what they're actually doing. And then nothing actually happens. And they get frustrated and they get pissed off. You talk about, you know, having stamina. Uh, that's the issue. We get we keep getting spun in wheels, and we allow the media and all this garbage that they're doing around us to rile us up and completely throw us off track. And we get so frustrated that we just we throw our hands up and say, "We'll wait for it to clack off," which is exactly the, the outcome opposite. that they want. That yeah, is the it. opposite of the solution, yeah. and it's the exact outcome that these radical lunatics want us to actually do. It's the exact behavior they want from us. We either comply or they want us to say, screw it. So, so guys, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to unravel this for you because I lived in that world. I didn't sit on the outside as some white dude and watch it happen. I know, I know the culture of pretty much every community. I spent, I sat on the floor of a mud hut. I went to the Middle East and did dua, did prayer with Muslims. Oh my gosh, Joe prayed with Muslims. Yes, I did. I'm, I'm a, the, some of these people were firm believers of Jesus. They were followers of Jesus who happened to be Muslim. You're like, that can't happen. I could crash every one of your paradigms on what you believe based on my experiences. You still like me? You still with me? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure some of you are still with me. I think some of you are like, what, who is this guy? Let's back it up a minute. I immersed myself in their environment so that I could have aha moments. And I grew up in that. I grew up with white people telling me that they were tolerant and that they were not racist. And then in private, I would sit in their room or their, their, their kitchens getting ready to close a deal and they would spout off the N-word. And I would pull a picture out of my wallet and put it over there. And my parents, you know, I, I told my dad that I did this, you know, a couple years later. I said, this, is, this, was my, this was my north. This is my true north. This is the thing that I used to figure out if someone was a good person or a bad person. Did they judge them by the content of their character? And by the way, I did study Martin Luther King too. Or did they, did they judge, judge them by the color of their skin? See, I did that. I lost millions of dollars in deals walking out saying, can't do business with you. I quit doing business with people based on their character, no matter what it cost me. Sound familiar? I stood up and said, look, there's this guy, Eric Coomer. It cost me <laughs> more than I could put in, in zeros. And it didn't matter to me. So when I tell you about these things, when I'm sitting here telling you about that the demon, the devil himself, recarnate, is the Democrat Party. Oh, 
but it's not. It's also the Republican Party, which is why we say government-controlled media opposition. Because we are looking at two, two sides of one coin. Uniparty. Two, two wings of one bird that tells and, sp- and spits a perspective in order to ultimately take away your gun rights. Republicans voted for the red flag law. Republicans ro- voted for, and this guy in, in New York City... He is a product of not just the Democrats, but the Republicans who, cr- who create this controlled opposition environment. St- you still with me? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure you're still with me. We, got a, still we with got a few saying they're still with you. Hey, somebody just asked, uh, where is Zach? Zach, stand up and say hi real quick. You're right behind him. Stand up. Say hi. Everyone wants to see you. There's Zach. What's up, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to answer that. Okay, so we, we do have to do an ad read real quick. Today's podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network. If you live in a rural area that it's hard to reach, um, if you like to hike, if you spend a lot of time on the road, God forbid anything happened to you. Health insurance, by the way, won't always cover the cost of an air medical flight and could leave you with a huge bill. It's typically twenty dollars to $30,000. Um, for as little as $85 a year, your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. As a member of or a, um, a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast, you can receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. So if you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you can re- receive up to $50 gift card. I've been a member for the last year and a half. Love the organization. Love the CEO's heart. And I love what they do. I know it's fire insurance. But you have a family of four, it literally costs you a couple dollars a month to make sure you protect your family in case something happens. So, so, so. I want to play this video, too, because in this New York shooting, uh, the, the cameras were all down. All no, the cameras were working. I, w- I wonder how that worked. Was, like, was Jeffrey Epstein's like, cell guards, were they running the cameras that day? What, like, what happened? So I'm going to play the, a little bit of this news Big, report. Uh, investigation, this is many different parts, including security cameras in the subway system. As the manhunt continues tonight, there's growing concern about cameras that did not work. CBS 2's political reporter Marsha Kramer here now with that part of the story. Marsha. Well, Dana, was it just a simple coincidence or something more sinister? That's what law enforcement so- uh, sources want to know as they hunt for the gunman and pictures of the gunman that will help them catch the man responsible for shooting and injuring so many New Yorkers. A source with knowledge of the investigation says there's no evidence at this time of sabotage. The preliminary review stated that at that particular station, uh, there, there appeared to have been some form of malfunction with the camera system. Uh, that is still under investigation. Mayor Eric Adams talking about the fact that none of the security cameras inside the 36th Street station were transmitting pictures as the train bearing the suspect entered the station. While he was on the train, the suspect reportedly put on a gas mask and started firing shots that hit people on the train and on the platform. Cameras at the token booth and on the platform might have captured the scene and helped police identify the man described by the police commissioner. He is being reported as a male black approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy build. Sources tell CBS2 that the cameras themselves were working. It was the connection that sends the camera feed to both the NYPD and MTA security centers that was apparently on the fritz. And here's another possible coincidence. Sources tell CBS2 that the cameras at the two subway stops on either side of the 36th Street station, 45th Street and 25th Street, also had the same connectivity problem. The MTA has approximately 
10,000 cameras at its 472 subway stations. All were operational except those three stations, sources say. And this isn't the only time the MTA has had camera problems. A 2018 audit by state controller Tom DiNapoli warned that the agency had pervasive problems with preventive maintenance of its camera system. Auditors reviewed 223 cameras at okay, 10 stations and Hold found on, just, that 100, 328 of the 4,219 expected maintenance visits were simply not done. That's 31. Huh. So, but, but I don't think I don't think it had anything to do with maintenance. I mean, we, we run camera systems all the time. No, the reason I, that that is not really the problem. I'm, it, it's just interesting because, again, they're talking about, you know, how how we need to give up more and more and more to the government. Are they doing a great job in New York? Well, they're not doing a great job on purpose. It's not. It's not the convenience of the of the cameras being down. Right? No, I know that. I know MTA that. MTA has one of the most sophisticated camera systems in the world, right? They use facial recognition systems. They use all sorts. By the way, you you need to know this. This is really interesting stuff. The the you know the facial recognition uh, software that is being used in the United States that is tied back to some really bad people. Um, Right, BlackRock and all these other companies. The you know same that? ones who are funding Thermo Fisher and some of these, uh, like yeah. that gene, whatever, the, I can't remember the color, yeah. uh, where they're also using it to identify Uyghurs in China. Uyghur people, yes. Yeah, the they're same exact company, same, same company. By the f- same people. Is to, to, to basically go after the Uyghurs, which are the, the uh, Chinese Muslims in China. I'm just saying. Mm. Okay. But let, let's get into this. So, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson got it right. The problem is that Tucker Carlson is surrounded by other people who, frankly, are controlled opposition. If, if you put up A10, uh, Fox Angers, media will bury subway shooting story because person of attack, person of interest is black. We do know, we do know he was not a white supremacist, Car- uh, Carlson said of Frank James. So we're betting the media will not go going to dwell on this. And did they dwell on it? No. Oh, no, not, no. So let's go to A11. Fox News host Tucker Carlson and Jesse Waters were on the same page on Tuesday, New York subway shooting, claiming the media will seek to minimize coverage of the attack in the United States' largest city because a person of interest police are searching for is black. We do know he was not a white supremacist. So we're betting the media will not go down, will not going to dwell on this. There's nothing to gain from covering this particular atrocity. Just another mass shooting in a big city. It's also sad. So they, they drain it. Go ahead, take it down if you would. So le- while this is... Um, happening by the way and we talk about violence and we haven't gotten to sacramento fully yet let if, if we can put up a13 as well california is allowing 76,000 inmates to leave prison early stating uh, starting saturday they include violent and repeat felons the move comes as the state aims to trim further the population of once was the nation's largest state correctional system more than 63,000 inmates convicted of violent crimes will be eligible for good behavior credits that shorten their sentence to one-third instead of the previous one-fifth under new rules. Think about that. We're going to let them out on the streets. And if you go to the next one, if you will, inmates convicted of violent crime can be eligible for behavior credits that shorten their life sentence. And this is the one and only Gavin Newsom. And if you go to the next one, New York subway shooting suspect Frank James, 62, posted unhinged race-obsessed YouTube clips warning of his intentions and hatred for Mayor Eric Adams and was known by known to the FBI. Does this sound familiar? How about the guy that was also not white that killed a bunch of people out of King Supers in Boulder? Drove all the way past some of the most well-protected, well-armed areas to go to the most liberal area that they could in order to kill people, recognizing, and he got out of that deal alive, 
recognizing that most people in Boulder, in Boulder, in Boulder, Colorado, which is like a whole new country here, that they would not be armed so that he could do a massive amount of damage. There is a reason why this is happening in Democrat-controlled Democrat areas. There's a reason why Biden is up there lying to the American people. He is lying to the American people and saying, ghost guns are the problem. No, the problem is Democrats. Your devil is Democrats. Democrats destroy everything they touch. They degrade everything in society. They create moral depravity. They go after our kids. They create a victimology that pushes people to understand that why you're not getting this is because of white people when it's because of liberals. And this is like classic Hegelian dialectic. It's problem, reaction, solution. This is what they do. They screw everything up. They create a bunch of problems. They think about Boulder. Think about that shooting. And let's take out the FBI issue for a second, right? They create a, a space that is ripe for abuse. Yep. We'll use guns. All of a sudden, they have violence. And then they go and use those problems to go to, the, to your spaces, to go everywhere else, to go to the free spots. And they say, we need to take all the guns there. And then we have, and this, you know, I, I honestly have some questions about, about the New York guy, about this Frank James. Just like in Boulder, uh, just like in multiple other cases that we've seen. So the FBI knew about him. He was on social media. He was posting all kinds of stuff. He commits this act. Mysteriously, the train station where he committed it and on either side are not, the cameras aren't sending anything to police. Was the FBI involved in that? I don't know. The question probably shouldn't need to be raised in the first place, but what have we seen on January 6th? What did we see video in Boulder? Video cameras down. Everything is, and guys, you'd say this is a conspiracy theory. No, this is a pattern. It is a pattern. It's not a theory. It is a pattern. And that's what, by the way, the mafia does. That's what organized crime does. These are the things that they do. So let me, let me, let me go through a little bit more of this, this James character. And we're going to go to the Sacramento guy because I really want to hit that as well. Um, James remains at large despite a multi-state hunt for him that involves the FBI. He was known to the Bureau uh, and was on a terrorist watch list after an incident in New Mexico in 2019. Ready for this? For weeks before yesterday's shooting, he posted ominous videos on YouTube about race and shootings. On March 20th, now listen, if you're on a watch list and this happens, somebody, the FBI should pick you up. They should pick you up. At that point, you have literally done enough. You're like, well, he didn't break the law. He's on a watch list and he says that he will never be back again alive. He announced he was leaving Wisconsin and will never be back again alive. In a video two days before the shooting, he ranted about how black people were forced into crime. Again, victimology. This is what the radical left does. This is what evil does. Evil creates chaos because they are the ones that are perpetrating this against the American people. Put it back up, please. And it's would. also the exact same pattern that the FBI has had for decades yeah. in setting up these exact same instances so that they can then come in and claim, look, we stopped a terrorist attack. But By the way, you don't need to put it up because I have it in front of me. I can just read it from here. You take it down, because I'll just read through it. But l listen, they murdered Martin Luther King. <laughs> they, they murdered him. Mm -hmm. They murdered John F. Kennedy. And you're like, oh, no, they didn't. Dude, I've read the Warren report. He 100% was murdered. I if read it. If you think that was an assassination, you need to do some more reading. I, I, I literally read it. 
It is, and some people will say, oh, that's a conspiracy, Joe. You're, you sound like Alex Jones. No, I don't. See, the difference between Alex Jones and me, by the way, a lot of things that he said have come true. <laughs> so it's hard not to, I mean, yeah, it's out there a little bit sometimes, but a lot of things that he says come true. But what I tell you, I know definitively to be true. Not, not my truth, not your truth, not, hey, we, gotta, we have difference of opinion of truth, not ideological differences. This is truth. When he said that he was, the black people were forced into crime, he said, speaking about gangs, he said, this is what white, and he called them the B word, and white MFers expect you to be. When you blow one of their effing brains out, this is what you asked for. James had pulled out a gas mask on the northbound end train in Brooklyn yesterday and released a smoke bomb. He then opened fire with a handgun, shooting 10 people. Where did he get the smoke bomb? Before somehow managing to flee. The surveillance camera inside the station were not working, which hampered efforts to find him. Why did they not talk about the smoke bomb? Anywhere. They didn't talk about it. The shooting has epitomized the danger of New York subways where crime is up 60%. But yet, Eric Adams, we, we all agree in, in all this, Eric Adams is a problem because he's a radical leftist that has pushed people in New York to leave New York. And the fact that people don't do the hard work and get all of their information from TikTok videos, and they're still buying into the fact that it's conservatives, it's white people. No, it's not. There is a white devil. It's called a Democrat. It's called a radical leftist. But there's also a black devil. There's also a Hispanic devil. There's also a Chinese devil or Asian devil. There's, a de there's devils everywhere. There's evil people everywhere. And typically they represent the moral depravity that has been thrust upon us as a society. And then they want to solve the problem by saying, I'm going to just, I'm going to get rid of ghost guns. That is what I mean when I say government controlled media oppositions and that you need to go buy a gun. I don't really care if you're purple with web feet. You got polka dots, no problem. You, you identify as a unicorn, no problem, go buy a gun. If you're a good law-abiding citizen, do not wait. Do not wait until you become a victim. You have to stand up. You have to do the hard work. You have to actually put yourself out there and say, you know what, I'm going to do the right thing. Because if you don't, you're going to become a victim, and your, your, your voice, your, the effectiveness of your voice, the effectual nature of our ability to speak as one, Democrat, Republican. When I say the Democrats are a problem, the apparatus has become infected with an evil that is, is so evident that you can see it. You can visually see the evil that we're dealing with on the Republican and the Democrat side. And when they say we need unity, that is code word for I'm trying to steal the rest of your life. I'm trying to steal the soul of your nation. So they're saying we need unity. I'm trying to steal the soul of your life. I'm trying to steal the soul of your nation. I'm trying to take away opportunity from your kids. I have no courage. I'm speaking because I want a virtue signal, virtue signal, virtue signal. I want to look good with a, and avoid looking bad. That's what they're saying. And we're letting it happen because we're not standing up and saying and doing the hard work. Vicki Markle says, I see more radical white people than blacks. That is absolutely true because they are muling the black community. Here's the problem with black people. They're really smart. <laughs> They're really smart. And so most black people are like, I don't want to deal with this. All right, fine. You want to give me an extra 300 bucks? I'll take it. They think it's stupid too. 
It's not just Ben Carson that's saying the quiet part out loud. My family says it all the time. They're like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Wait, somehow I can't speak up for myself? Yes, I can become a victim of a racist. Just, so, just the same way these people became victim of a racist. Frank James is a racist piece of trash. Truth? Or is it too much truth for you? It might be. It might be. Okay, so let's, let's move on from Frank James. I think we've, we've seen enough of him. And let's get, to, let, let's get to the other parts and pieces. Let's actually play this if we can, Mr. Producer. Let's play, um, <laughs> let, let's play C6. Let's play C6. We're here to update New Yorkers about an active shooting incident that took place this morning inside the 36th Street subway station on the N line. I want to begin by assuring the public that there are currently no known explosive devices on our subway trains, and this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. We can also report that although this was a violent incident, reportedly we have no one with life-threatening injuries as a result of this case. This investigation is only hours old, so please note this information is subject to change. Just before 8.24 this morning, as a Manhattan-bound N train waited to enter the 36th Street station, an individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platform. Again, we will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt. The color is gray. Okay, take this down for a At minute if time, we can, we please. So I want to point something out that I think is really important. Although he did shoot 10 people, we have people, nobody had life-threatening injuries. Why justify that? Why, well, hold on. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. So in all of my time of dealing with kids growing up that had a lot of turmoil and, and dealing with kids that I, I meet when I play football and when I, when I get out there to do what I think is my job, which is to mentor young people to become better young people, to become better adults. In all of that time, I have seen the turmoil of a person that is completely just enraged, that sees their life. I've been here 62 years, and it has really, I've accomplished nothing. And again, I'm not justifying their behavior. That's not what I'm doing. What, what I'm doing is I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, to tell you that here's a guy, he really didn't want to kill anyone. I'm, I'm not even sure he wanted to shoot the gun. He, he was what we call a useful idiot, a guy that's so enraged, so past, so filled with pain because his life is, has accomplished nothing that he has to find somebody in order to take it out on. And that person became white people. See, he committed violent things and did violent things for decades. He was known by the FBI. He became the useful idiot of the FBI and the radical left. They built him. Those people being shot is because of them. They are both the reason and the way that we work the problem to get out of it. We start recognizing that our problem is not each other. Our problem is the leadership that is degrading and destroying opportunity for people in our own communities. They are doing what I consider in Africa they did of barking down at the slaves of society. 
And it does not matter what color you are. They want you to recognize that pain that they caused you. See, the devil doesn't have a color. The devil is not, is not personified. It's not, it has to personify itself in other people. It has to manifest itself in the actions of others. It has to consume somebody's soul. So it doesn't matter because when you die, you can't see your soul. And this is what they use to say that there is no God. I'm telling you right now. I mean, look, this is as, as close to truth as I can get without going over. <laughs> this is truth. You don't believe. Everyone bleeds red. Everyone. Unless you're a lizard man, I guess. And then I don't know what you bleed. But we haven't caught one of them yet. Well, we'll, we'll wait to see if Alex Jones is right about we that. We will, one. we will. <laughs> well, but what you're just talking about, this is exactly what they did with Antifa. And yeah, were there a bunch of Antifa members and, you know, their little ring leaders uh, who are absolutely evil and were in on it? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of them were useful idiots. And they were, they were weaponized themselves because their anger and their frustration and the lack of opportunity and their lack of understanding of the world around them because of the eradication of any true education and because of their inundation with all the social media and all this all this propaganda and and the the absolute confusion that they've that they've grown up in they were weaponized they needed some kind of outlet and they gave them one and it was against the american people look this this episode is actually a really good episode it's not about this this guy being a black guy it's this guy being a weapon used by the radical left let's start calling with the left what they are they're liars they're cheats I didn't say everybody on the left, but don't be complicit in the behavior. You know why people are walking away from the Democrat Party? I'll tell you why. Because they're, they recognize it. It's evil. People should be walking away from, we should be walking away and walking towards each other. Ash said it yesterday. I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent. She said it. She's like, I don't want to be associated with them because they're trash. Because the Republican Party is inundated at the, at, the, at the highest levels, is inundated with really bad people. We have to start doing things collectively as a community that, that get, to the, get to the bottom of it. And we have to start talking about not the symptoms, but the problems themselves. And actually, you know, we have, uh, I know Ash and a few other people are asking about terrorism. We, we play the, the, the C7, domestic terror warning. This just happened. Homeland Security has a warning for the country due to a heightened threat environment across the United States. DHS believes violent extremists who are against the government and the presidential transition could continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence in the weeks after the inauguration. When we're at a point where uh, the U.S. government feels that Mike Cena, director of North California of Regional of Intelligence Center, activity, uh, related to terrorism, Fat white guy. that uh, we want people to know about that. We want people racist, to Joe. reinforce um, that see something, say something. Mike Senna is the director of the Northern California Regional Intelligence Center and says there's a lot of concern that the riots at the Capitol on January 6th increase the chance for more violence in the future. Some people may be emboldened by what happened that day um, to do further criminal activity and including terrorism. 
The DHS alert says the domestic violent extremists are angry over issues like COVID-19 restrictions and the 2020 election results. A supporter of President Trump from Napa is facing criminal charges because the FBI says he built five pipe bombs and planned to attack Democrats and Twitter. When agents raided Ian Rogers' home, they also found text messages on his phone saying President Trump won the election and they found this white privilege card. Meanwhile, a Bay Point man named Robert Lemke was recently charged for sending threatening text messages to the brother of a congressman, telling him Joe Biden did not win the election. Mike Senna says there's a difference between free speech and criminal behavior. The things that we're looking for, the things that we're going to triage are those uh, suspicious behaviors, um, those outright advocacy of violence, uh, criminal threats. Those are the things that we need to know about. Anusha Rasta, NBC Bay Area News. All right. So if you go to. Uh, hmm, it, it blows my mind. I, I see all the, the, the remaining cuts are about Frank James, but the, the, the smiley one is. We already did these. I'm sorry. We already went through these. Yeah. So let's let, if we could do this for me, if we do this, I, I want to put up the article, if we can, from um, Fox News about smiley in uh, San Diego, because six people did lose their lives there. And we haven't put enough emphasis on this because this really just flies in the face of what the news reports. By the way, the news just reported about January 6th and created a narrative that we're supposed to believe when in actuality, you're looking in one direction for people that are violent extremists that were never violent. January Is this the Tucker article? It, it, yeah, I think so. If we could. Violent extremists are on the radical left. They're trying to explain it away. They burned buildings. They shot people. They shot a small child trying to do a U-turn. They, they literally have done, all, they have justified the behavior of really, really bad people. Really bad people. And yet somewhere along the line, the news is complicit in that behavior. They want to steal your rights to own a gun. They want to steal your fundamental con constitutional rights. And by the way, it's not Republicans or Democrats. It's the radicalized parts of both that basically are the wolf in sheep's clothing. And those are the things that push me to tell you to go buy a gun. Well, we're out of time. So the couple things that I want to tell you. Number one, if you're on Rumble, smash that Rumble button. Smash it. 600 people on there, please smash it. Just smash it. Hit the little plus signal. Right. And so others will see it. If you're on another one of the different channels, if you're on Frank speech, share it. If you're done watching on Frank speech and you, because we have thousands of people that watch it on Frank speech because they want to support Mike I, or tens of thousands, actually, I want you to take it and I want you to go to rumble or go to the website, conservative-daily.com, hit the, the uh, podcast link, grab that link and put it out there. I want you to become an ambassador of truth. Pretty soon we'll be on the radio waves. And that'll happen here in the next four or five weeks. And we'll, we will literally be everywhere. And, and the, the voice, it's not my voice that matters. It's yours. It's your voice. It's our voice. You know, I, I talked about this article that was written by this person that, that I call Cousin It, It, Cousin It, that says, you know, Joe's unlikely rise to power. I did not rise to power. You did. I helped you with empowerment, true empowerment. That's it. I was just the first one to dance. 
what I'm telling you about guns and things that we're dealing with, that is all real things. Those are real things that we're dealing with right now. Very real things. So now I want to I want to just I want you to I want you to know that at the end of the day when we when we have this conversation, when we listen to the podcast wherever you listen to it, that it, it, it is about working the problem. It is about solving the problem, recognizing the demon that is among us. And it is colorless. It is white, black, brown, yellow, green, purple. It is colorless because it is in the soul of the individual. And by the way, it hasn't just infected our government. It's infected our churches, our places of faith. When you have pastors that are standing up saying, turn the other cheek, I know you like that, but turn the other cheek. Do you like it? Turn the other cheek. Do you like it? Turn the other cheek. Everyone, turn the other cheek. When they, when, they, when they actually start infecting every part of what is the pillars of your society, you have to learn that you're dealing with something that is far beyond the individual. It is a culture and ethos that they are building into our community to steal opportunity from our children. And that's not hyperbole. That is not rhetoric. That is what has happened and what continues to happen. And what they tried in Democrat-controlled environments are bringing to your environment by selecting, not electing people. And your gun rights are the only thing that stand between and create an equalization between you and your attacker, you and the person that wants to make you a victim. But we have to call them what they are. They are liars. They are thieves. And they come to rob, cheat, and steal from you and take away opportunity from your children. And that is the thing that we are fighting against. And that's why your voice means more than you even know. And that's why I tell you to smash the rumble button. Not so, so I can see it and say, oh, look, look, whoa. We had 150,000 people that saw it. Wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why I don't, I don't control syndication. I don't care if people take it and re-syndicate my, my show. I don't care. What I care about is that we start speaking truth and the power of that truth. Not my truth, not your truth, but absolute truth. We know that these people... The media themselves are your controlled opposition, and we know that the government is controlled opposition, and we know that some pastors have abandoned their ability to dictate the mores of society, which they should be pushing. And Martin Luther King, back in a letter in April of 1963, wrote it. He wrote it. He said, ah, he was, he was a bad guy, cheated on his wife. Okay. You, you, believe, you can believe that, but God has used imperfect men forever. Forever he's used imperfect men. Go read the Bible, every part of it. We start with Noah. And if you don't want to read the story of Noah, then uh, what's his name? What's, what's the guy that did Noah's Ark deal? The, the, the one that, the funny guy, Carol. Carol? Jim Carroll? Jim Carroll? Oh, the movie. Um, Great movie. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like modernizing the uh, David and Goliath. It's, a, it's the same concept of modernizing David and Goliath modernized you know, Noah's Ark, and having faith. And it, and, it, and it drove into, he was a congressman, it drove into what's happening in our society. Steve, Steve Carroll, that's who you're talking Steve about. Carroll, yeah. Steve Carroll. Look, I'm not here to preach at you, I'm here to engage with you. Well, what you said about, about speaking, like we, we mentioned the FBI a lot, right? We have the thing in Michigan, the FBI, oopsie, with the guy in Boulder. We have this incident. We have January 6th. You know why they do these things? They want narrative. you not to speak. It, no, yeah. it's not only narrative. 
January 6th, in big part, was, yes, they needed to seize the narrative and demonize everyone, but they are telling you right in your face in the most, I mean, frankly, you talk about terrorism. What the government's doing to us is terrorism. The government is terrorists against the American people with every one of these, these operations that they roll out. And what they're doing is they want you to think and feel that if you stand up, that if you speak out, that if you make yourself visible, that you will be punished, that you will be thrown in jail, you will be, you know, you will be demonized, you will be isolated. And what has happened? We have all shut our doors and circled our wagons. And now where do we speak? We speak only in the comfort of our own home. We speak only to our friends and we make them play on social media. But we're not out there doing the hard work. We're not out there being noisy. We're not out there making ourselves vis visible and telling them that we're not putting up with this anymore. Yeah, so I, 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 I think personally that we have an amazing opportunity to have a, uh, to revitalize our nation. The great awakening, the great, the great revival in this country that rivals anything that happened between 1771 and 1776. It rivals it. We are so close to completing the annihilation of the evil in our society if we just stand up. So when I talk about the media, just ignore them and stand in the gap together. And stand in the gap together. So this podcast is also brought to you by Liberty Cigars. Go to libertycigars.com, use code LIBERTY, and save a 17.76% on the early Republic series, if you would, as a member of Conservative Daily. Okay, we're out of time. Listen, um, we, we are, there, there's so much, <laughs> there, there's so much that I want to go, and I, and I always go over, and I apologize for always going over, but, you know, I think it's important that we start speaking truth and we start digging through it and saying, Biden, you are a liar. Kamala, you are a liar. You're liars. You're racists. You're slave drivers. You've destroyed the American dream in a matter of months. And we are taking it back. You know who these people are, Joe? Psychopaths. Psychopaths. I agree. All right. Um, two things that I want you to do if you're listening to this. One, go become a member at conservative-daily.com. At Conservative Daily. It's conservative-daily.com. As little as $10 a month, you can join us. Um, I, I would like to see you all become members. This helps us grow and do the things that we need to do. And we're thinking about having some people on that are, that are members. We'll just have them on as guests. We, we, had, we had Rob on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was great. I, mean, I think we maybe we do a weekly thing. We, we yeah, probably a monthly someone. thing. Probably okay, a monthly yeah. thing. Only because you know setting up a, a show takes hours, hours of time. So go there and become a member of Conservative Daily. There's another thing that I keep talking about, which is FEC United. I did found found it, and it's growing like wildfire across the nation. We have this new commissioned app, and maybe we could show it. It's on Apple Podcast. Excuse me. It's, it's on Apple Store, and it's on the Google Play st Store as well. And you can go to commission.global if you just want to get onto it with your, in your, on your phone, on your, on your browser. But you can find us at FEC United, and, and this right here allows us to stay connected, and it's uncancelable, right? And you can join us at FEC United. You can also go to fecunited.com and become a member at $60 a year. And we have a Chamber of Commerce thing that we're building across the nation. Pretty cool stuff. Cool stuff that we're building. It takes a lot of time. And frankly, 
it takes a lot of resources. But we want to build an alternate path of commerce. We want to build an alternate path of how we operate in this country. We want to stand together. So uh, please go there as well. All right, so that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like us, please follow us on Rumble. The other thing on Rumble is if you want to see us live, you can go to conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. Um, smash the Rumble button. And if you want to hear us on the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. If you like what you hear, please actually go give us a five-star review. Share this episode with someone that needs to hear it. Um, if you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. And you can also sign up for our newsletter below um, and so that we can get all the information about the today. Today, the, the fax blast is going to be about to Congress is going to be about ghost guns, more about ghost guns and more about how do we preserve what, who we are as a nation? How do we preserve that? So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Joe, Podcast. Do you want to pray real quick before we leave? I'm absolutely going to pray, but I was going to do the host part first. Okay, I'm your host, Joe Oltman, and I am joined by <laughs> I'm my co-host, Apollo. Apollo. So, dear Lord, I just, I just want to thank you for the many blessings you've given us and for the voice that you've given us. I want to thank you for the courage and for the, the commitment um, that you've put on the hearts of many men and women. Father, I want to thank the women that are out there because without them, we never would have saved our country to begin with. We wouldn't even have had the opportunity. Father, thank you for those, those men that literally are seeing the light, that they are stepping away from the silence that they have created over the year, over the last couple decades. Father, please go with us this day that we may get the things done that we need to get done in our lives, that we become examples of, of, of how Jesus taught us to act in our communities. Father, please bless us all that we may be blessed with prosperity and we may be just more in tune to be able to stand together as one. I say all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We're going to pray every day. And why? Because I think prayer is the key. It is the key to the ability to have courage and stand in that courage. Courage is more infectious than fear. God bless you all. I'll see you tonight.